Good morning! Welcome to Honey in the Rock, your daily dose of inspiration and encouragement. We look forward to having you on the show. This morning's episode is titled, Behold, I set before you the way of life and the way of death. It shall be focused on a study of Jeremiah chapter 21. Before we go any further, we begin with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank Thee to know that You have set before us a way of life and a way of death. We pray, Father, help us to choose life. Help us to choose repentance and coming back to the fullness of Your Word which You have revealed to us in this last days. Help us, Father, that we might not be found to be spiritually dead with the rest of the world. For you said, our age, Laodicea, was full of naked, blind, miserable, poor, wretched people. They don't know it. But we thank thee that you have clothed us with your word, like your bride, getting ready for the wedding supper. Speak to us today out of thy holy word. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray, asking for your forgiveness of our sins and our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. In the name of your Son we pray. Amen. Up next, we shall listen to Jeremiah chapter 21. Jeremiah 21 The word which came unto Jeremiah from the Lord, when King Zedekiah sent unto him Pasher the son of Melchiah, and Zephaniah the son of Maaseiah the priest, saying, Inquire, I pray thee of the Lord for us. For Nebuchadrezzar, king of Babylon, maketh war against us. If so be that the Lord will deal with us according to all his wondrous works, that he may go up from us. Then said Jeremiah unto them, Thus shall ye say to Zedekiah, Thus saith the Lord God of Israel, Behold, I will turn back the weapons of war that are in your hands, wherewith ye fight against the king of Babylon and against the Chaldeans, which besiege you without the walls, and I will assemble them into the midst of this city. And I myself will fight against you with an outstretched hand, and with a strong arm, even in anger, and in fury, and in great wrath. And I will smite the inhabitants of this city, both man and beast. They shall die of a great pestilence. And afterward saith the Lord, I will deliver Zedekiah king of Judah and his servants and the people and such as are left in this city from the pestilence, from the sword and from the famine, into the hand of Nebuchadrezzar king of Babylon, and into the hand of their enemies, and into the hand of those that seek their life. And he shall smite them with the edge of the sword. He shall not spare them, neither have pity nor have mercy. And unto this people thou shalt say, Thus saith the Lord, Behold, I set before you the way of life and the way of death. He that abideth in this city shall die by the sword, and by the famine, and by the pestilence. But he that goeth out and falleth to the Chaldeans that besiege you, he shall live, and his life shall be unto him for a prey. For I have set my face against this city for evil, and not for good, saith the Lord. It shall be given into the hand of the king of Babylon, and he shall burn it with fire. And touching the house of the king of Judah, say, Hear ye the word of the Lord. O house of David, thus saith the Lord, Execute judgment in the morning, 
and deliver him that is spoiled out of the hand of the oppressor, lest my fury go out like fire, and burn that none can quench it, because of the evil of your doings. Behold, I am against thee, O inhabitant of the valley, and rock of the plain, saith the Lord, which say, Who shall come down against us, or who shall enter into our habitations? But I will punish you according to the fruit of your doings, saith the Lord, and I will kindle a fire in the forest thereof, and it shall devour all things round about it. Up next, we shall listen to a sermon by Reverend William Branham titled Leadership. This was preached in 1965 on December the 7th. We'll begin at paragraph 284 up to the end. I trust you'll find it to be a blessing. A little story. A little kid one time lived out in the country, never seen a mare. He came into the city to see his mother's sister, and she had, uh, had a home, an old-fashioned home. She used to have a mare on the door. I don't know where you remember that or not. But uh, this little boy, he'd never seen a mare, so he's playing around the house. And he looked in the... <laughs> he looked at the little boy, and he waved, and the little boy waved. And he pulled his ear, and the little boy pulled his ear. And so on like that. He kept walking up close, and he turned around and said, Mama, that's me. That's me. What do you look like? What are you following? What have we done? You must choose your leader. Choose the day. You choose life or death. Your choice will determine your eternal destination. What you choose. Remember, Jesus said, follow me. And you're invited tonight to do so. And to follow him to eternal life, you must come on his terms. That's right. The word. Not upon the creed. Not upon the public opinion. Not upon what anybody else thinks about it, but on what God said about it. You say, well, Brother Bram, I know a woman's as good as she can be. She does this. I know a man that went through this. I can't help what they've done. God's word. He said, let every man's word be a lie and mine be the truth. You've got to come on his terms. Come on his conditions, the word. You cannot come through creed. You cannot come through denomination. You cannot mix it like that. There's only one thing you can do. Accept it on his terms. That you're willing to die to yourself and all your thoughts and follow him. Get rid of all the things of the world and follow me. I know that's a stern, cutting message, brother. But I didn't come here and choose a, a message to the people just to try to make them sing, shout, holler. I've been in heathen meetings where they've done the same thing. I'm interested in your life. I'm a servant of God that's got to answer to God someday. And the ministry that the Lord has given me has vindicated itself thousands of times before you. Remember, Jesus said, follow me. Follow me. Get rid of what you've got and follow me. That's the only way to have eternal life. That's the only remedy he gives this man. It's the only remedy he gives this businessman. It's the only remedy he gives anybody. His choice, he makes his decision. It's perfect every time. And we must follow him. It is the only way to have eternal life. So the leadership of God is follow the vindicated word of the hour by the Holy Ghost. Let us bow our heads. I'm going to ask you a question. I want you to be real sincere. I want your sister to play this for me. I can hear my Savior calling. I know it's an 
old time altar call. And brother, sister, as we see, just look what's going on today. Now with your heads bowed, just think for a minute. Look what's taking place. Did you read the newspaper last week what that man in England said? That the crucifixion of Jesus Christ was only a fake. It was only fixed up between Pilate and him. Did you see what this American theologian said? He said that uh, uh, Jesus was just put to sleep on mandrake weed. Many of you theologians know back here in Genesis where it talked to the mandrake weed. It'll put you to sleep like you're dead. Your heart hardly beats for two or three days at a time. And when they give him the vinegar and gall, they said that was mandrake weed. And they put him up there in the tomb and he slept up there for three days. Of course, when they went up there, they found him walking around. Could you imagine that? Theologians, seminaries, make belief. Then how in the world, first place the Bible said he refused it when they put the vinegar and gall in his mouth. And another thing, if that be so, then why did those disciples who come and stole him away, why did they give their life and martyrdom for him? And count themselves not even worthy to die like he died. Turn them upside down and sideways on the crosses and things. And if they were know that he was a hypocrite and them own selves being hypocrites, how would they give their life for him like that? Oh, you see, it's this intellectual day that we're living in. Education, civilization, and the modern trend of the day is all of the devil. Civilization of the devil? Yes, sir. The Bible said it is. This civilization has death. Will we have a civilization like this in the other world? No, sir. We'll have a different kind of civilization. Education, all these things, they're of the devil. Science, perverting the natural things, making something else. Look what they've done to you now. When young ladies, and the Reader's Digest said week after, a uh, month before last, I believe it was, the Reader's Digest said that young men and young women go through the middle age women in menopause between 20 and 25 years old. One more generation there'll be nothing but it'll be horrible looking. What the creatures will be softened, mucky. Look at the, look at the spirit. Look how the spirit in the church has got. Hybrid. Intermarried to the world. Oh, what an hour. Flee, children. Flee. Flee to the cross. Come to Christ. Let him lead you. While we have our heads bowed, our eyes closed, and please bow your heart at the same time, will you? I want to ask you a question. Do you really look at yourself to God? And do you feel that you're not where you, you ought to be at this hour because a rapture could come at any time? See, it'll come. There'd only be, if, if that statement I made a while ago is true, there'll only be about 500 people in the rapture that's living will be changed. Or taking all Christendom together, Catholic and all, he's only 500 million people. See, it claims Christianity. And one out of a million be 500 people. There's that many people missing every day across the world that we can't even count for them. See, it'll come and you won't even know it. People go on preaching and saying, see, and it'll all be passed. Like Jesus said, they said to the disciples, said, what does it say? The scribes say Elias must first come. He said, he's already coming. You didn't know him. But they did to him what they said they would do. You know that you're not right with God. And you'd like to be remembered in, to God that God would set your heart right with God. Would you just humbly now in this very still moment raise your hands. I don't care who you are. Would you do it? You say, I'll raise my hands to God. God bless you. God bless you. Are you looking in the mirror? I ask you in Christ's name. Are you looking in God's mirror? Mm. 
raise your hand or Pentecostals practically every one of you now how many in here claim to be Christians raise your hands everywhere you are claim to be Christians did you know the Bible spoke of this that this would happen even this happened in the Old Testament when they were wondering what they would do how they could get away from the besiege that was coming the spirit fell upon a man and he prophesied and told him where to meet the enemy and how what how, uh, overcome the enemy that was the Old Testament same as the New now some of you might say that man oh that wasn't so but what if it is so you say oh I've heard that before but what if this is so you see that proves that it in here there's many that needs a change of heart <laughs> If that's the Holy Spirit speaking, there's things that needs to be done. So now it's with you. Just as I am without one plea, but that thy blood washes for me. That's what he called you, Justin. To thee, O Lamb of God. I'll take away that stubborn heart. 
and put a heart of flesh in it that will yield to me. Come just as I am, thou will receive. Oh, will, will you make your choice tonight? You can do either one you want to. Clean. You see, I've heard that before, but this might be your last time to hear it. Because I promise I believe. Old-fashioned altar calls. They're out of style today, but God still moves in them. Can't you feel it moving on your church? I come. Think today, the hearts are becoming stony, filled with the world, indifferent, church members, lukewarm, like that rich young ruler, and don't know that the great Holy Spirit standing, knocking at the door in this latest sin age, he that will hear my voice, the word, will open his heart, I'll come into him, and will sup with him. The Spirit speaking through this brother a few minutes ago said, I'll take that stony heart out of you and give you a heart of flesh. Tender towards God. Look how it's become now just an a intellectual emotion. See? Not a tender heart full of love and sweetness towards Christ. Mm-hmm. Don't you want that kind of a heart? How do you go to face Christ with the intellectual conception of Him? You've got to accept eternal life. Wash it. The preparation is made through the blood. And that thou bid. What did he do? Shed his blood and now bidding you come. To thee, O Lamb of God, I come. Let's each Christian just raise our hands quietly now and pray. Oh God, please Lord, catch this day that we're living. Oh, it's so hard, Father. Satan has just done so much to the people. Their hearts have become stony. Your spirit speaks right out. Your word comes forward, vindicates. But the old-fashioned born-again experience. It's become into a denominational intellectual conception. A lot of music, a lot of shouting, a lot of carrying on, but really that heart of flesh, that spirit, that eternal life has certainly become foreign to the church. God, it breaks my own heart, me a sinner saved by your grace. It makes me feel so bad, Father, to see the church that you died Far, the church that you're trying to redeem. I think of the vision you just give about that church of the United States and of other countries. What a horrible looking rock and roll striptease it was. But somewhere along, I've seen coming forth another one. Blessed. I pray, Father, that if any of those here tonight is ordained to life or would like to accept it, that this will be the hour they'll do it. Grant it, Lord. Break up the stony heart now, the old heart of the world. And they want peace. They want something that satisfies, something that gives assurance. May they accept the leadership of Christ tonight to lead them to a, a 
peace that passes all understanding, a joy that's unspeakable and full of glory, uh, even something that death itself cannot harm. Grant it, Father. Now, with our hands up, I wonder if how many in the building now would just say, I'm going to stand. Now, I don't care who's sitting by you. It's God talking to you. And you really want to be a real Christian. See, anything unless that's an impersonation. Well, I'd just rather go on out and be in the world. I believe you would too. Now just examine yourself by the word, by the message. Examine what a real Christian should be. Rugged, loving, not one of this modern Christianity. White, soft, flexible, half-dead, rotten, interbred. Not to real Christianity. Live any kind of a way and belong to church. Don't you want that sweet fellowship with Christ, the Holy Spirit, that your the conformity of your own heart to the Word move right up into Christ? If you want that and would desire God to see your stand tonight, right in this group of people, if you'll just do it. You say, Will that mean anything, Brother Branham? Oh yes. Sure it does. If you're ashamed of me before man, I'll be ashamed of you before my Father and the holy angels. But he that will confess me and stand for me in this land, I'll stand for him in that land. I'll confess him before my Father. Now, no matter who you are, woman, man, boy, girl, whoever you are, Christian or not Christian, minister, deacon, whatever you are, if you'll just believe with your whole heart for just a moment and do this much tonight just to let God know that you're sincere. God, I'm look, I'm a Pentecostal, you say. I'm this or whatever you are. I profess to dance in the Spirit. But Brother Bram, I thought as long as we had that, we had it. You haven't. If you believe me to be God's prophet, you listen to my words. See? That's a deception in this day. Didn't the Bible say it would be so close to deceive the elected if possible? The elected down to the soul. But if you dance in the Spirit, still with the things of the world, there's something wrong. If you speak with tongues, Paul said, I can speak with tongues of men and angels and still not even be saved. Both kinds. See? I can do all the emotions. I can have faith. I can preach the gospel. I can give all my goods to feed the poor. I can carry the word in the mission fields across the world. I still am nothing. See? It's that inside of the inside, brother. That's, your spirit breaks up when you die. It takes its flight, but your soul lives. See? Now, look at yourself. Really, are you a genuine Bible Christian, full of love of God? You remember the Bible said in the last days when this time takes place, he said a marking angel went through the churches, went through the cities, and sealed only those who sighed and cried for the abomination that was done in the city. Is that right? Ezekiel 9, we know that's true. The marking angel went forth and put a mark on their head, forehead, sealed them. Then that sighed and cried. After that come the slaughtering angels from the four corners of the earth, which is coming right away. We see it coming. War is moving right in. It'll kill the whole earth. And there was nothing that they couldn't touch but them that had the mark. Now, pick out, is your heart so concerned about the sinners and the way that the church and the people are doing till you can sigh and cry about it day and night? If not so... I'm wondering, that's the scripture, would you just stand and say, Dear God, I'm not standing because Brother Branham said so, but I heard his word say that, and I'm going to do this. To you, Lord, I stand. I'm in need, Lord. Will you supply my need tonight here at this place? I stand. God bless you.
God bless you. I'm in need. I want you to have mercy upon me. God bless you. I want to be the kind of a Christian that... Now remember the person standing by you is the same thing you are. I want you just to reach over and take a hold of their hand and say, Brother, sister, pray for me now. I want you to pray for me. I, I, just say it with all Christian sincerity. Pray for me. I, 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 I want to be right with God. You pray for me. I'm going to pray that God will give you the opportunity. I, I know that we're, we can't stay here much longer. You see that. We're, we're at the end time. All that believe that say amen. We're, there's nothing left. Everything is gone. The churches is headed to the ecumenical council. The world. Look here. Do you know what the Lord says about Los Angeles and these places here? She's gone. You remember what I told you about two years ago? How that earthquake would come up here in Alaska? i also tell you that Hollywood and Los Angeles is sliding into the ocean. California, you're doomed. Not only California, but you world. You're doomed. Church, unless you get right with God, you're doomed. Thus saith the Holy Spirit. Have you ever heard me use that name unless it come to pass? Ask you. You've known me 20 years. Did I ever tell you anything in the name of the Lord but what come to pass? If everything I've ever told you would happen, happen, say amen. amen. I tell you, now's the hour. You better be getting right, all of us. Now, let's each one pray for the other. Dear God, as we stand here tonight, a dying people, our faces are turned towards the earth, the dust. We've just, you have given us this cutting sermon, Lord. We see the example of two men. One of them, being a religious man, went to church, but rejected the leadership to eternal life. And the other rejected the worldly fame and turned to eternal life. And we see both of their conditions tonight according to the Bible. The rich man is in torment and Moses is in glory. Father, we want to be like Moses. We want to be led by your Holy Son, Jesus Christ, to eternal life. Give it to our hearts tonight, Lord. Tear out the old stony heart. Place into us the new heart, the heart of flesh, the heart that you can talk to and deal with, and we will not be haughty or different. May the Holy Spirit never leave, Lord. May it come and ordain this people. Speak to them. Tear up their stony wills and put in the will of God. Save everyone, Father. Give us of thy love. Get us to a place, Lord, that we'll get away from all the, the emotional part to the real solid part of the feeling, the heartfelt part, the deepness of the Spirit, the riches of God, the kingdom of the Spirit in our hearts. Grant it, O great leader, great Holy Spirit, before you take your flight into the skies with your church, oh God, let me go, Lord. Don't leave me behind, Jesus. Let me go with you, Father. I don't want to stay here on this earth to watch these tribulations coming on. I don't want to stay here in this insanity. I don't want to stand here when hideous sights of people losing their mind. We look at man trying to act like beast and look like beast. And the women trying to look like animals with the paints on their face, knowing that these things are predicted to happen. 
that the thing will they'll go so insane to locusts will raise up with hair like women to haunt the women and teeth like lions and things that you've said. The mental condition of the people will be completely gone. We see it in the making right now, Lord. Help us, restore us to the sane mind of Christ Jesus, our Lord, O great leader of eternal life. We accept your promise tonight, Father. I plead for this people. I plead for every one of them. In the name of Jesus Christ, Lord, I pray that Christ, the Son of God, will come into the hearts of every one of us, Lord, and mold us and make us into new creatures in Jesus Christ. Grant it, Lord God. We love you and we want our dispositions, our change to come into us that we can be your children. Feel of your spirit moving in our hearts, Lord. Tendering us and bring us to realization of this insane age that we're living in. Grant it, God. When we see young women so caught up in the web of the devil, young men, perverted minds, children, dope addicts, cigarette smoking, drinking, immoral, Satan's Eden. God had taken you 6,000 years according to the Bible to build an Eden and you put your son and his wife in there, his bride to rule over it. And Satan come around and perverted it. He's got 6,000 years and he's built his own intellectual Eden through science and education and so-called intelligence. And he's built it into a mess of death. Oh, God, take us back to Eden again, Lord, where there's no death, where there's no sorrow. Grant it, Lord, we stand humbly waiting for the second Adam to come for his bride. Make us part of him, Father. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Do you love God? Can you feel? Do you realize what I'm trying to tell you? If you can understand, just raise your hands. I understand what you're trying to say. Can you see the insanity of this age? Look how it's gone. There's no even reasons among the people no more. It's gone. Where is our even leaders? Look at our president. If they want communism, let them have it. Whatever the people wants, let them have it. Where is our Patrick Henry's, our George Washington's? Where is our leaders that can stand for a principle? We haven't got them no more. Where is our churches, our ministers, or take the people in just on prohibition or come in, join the church and do this or have a little sensation or something? Where is those men of God, those prophets that stand out and dare to defile, defy all the things of the world? Where is those men of integrity? Where are they at? They so soften through intellectual conceptions and things till they're not here no more. Oh, God, have mercy upon us. These hideous sights that's coming up on the earth. You can see how the people's moving right into it. It's an insanity. But when that thing strikes, the church will be gone. God, let us be there. That's my prayer. To the great supernatural being that's in this building tonight, the great Christ that still has eternal life, I pray thee, Christ, as I hear with my eyes open looking at the church that you redeemed with your blood, God, don't let a one of us be lost. We want to be right with you. So cleanse us, O Lord, from all of our iniquities. Take away our sins and things. We've seen you heal our sick, even raise our dead. Come back to life through prayer. 
And we've seen all these things happen, Father. Now bring us back to life spiritually. Bring us back in the realization of eternal life through Christ Jesus. Grant this, Father. I'll commit it all to you in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. Till we meet. As we get towards the end of this episode, we'll end with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank Thee for Thy word, and as we recognize how You said, Lord, that You shall punish them according to the fruit of their doings, and how You will kindle a fire in the forest and shall devour all things round about. So, Father, we know that You promised, Lord, that the day shall come that shall burn as an oven, and the proud and the wicked and old, Lord, shall be burned to stubble, and you shall leave neither root nor branch. For that, Lord, is the punishment according to the fruit of their doings. But we also recognize, Lord, that you've also said that you shall send us Elijah the prophet before that day to prepare us for your soon coming. So help us, Father, to feast of the word that you've left us and the food that you've stored in the storehouse to prepare us for a day, Father, when you shall take your bride away. In the name of Jesus Christ we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening to Honey in the Rock, your daily dose of inspiration and encouragement. We hope to continue to earn your viewership throughout the year as we read the Bible from cover to cover. To make this a better listening experience for you, would really appreciate your feedback. So please email us at honeyintherock2020 at gmail.com. We also have accounts on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So please follow us, share our pages, and subscribe. Now we'll leave you with the parting song. God richly bless you. slapped him in the face he opened not his mouth when they made him a disgrace he willingly walked there when they hung him on the cross he chose the harder way he knew what it would cost don't wait, choose the harder way While there's blood on the mercy seat
choose the harder way. He suffered for your sin and shame. He took them all away. Don't wait. Choose the harder way. I've taken many blows. I didn't always turn my cheek. I've taken ridicule. I didn't always close my mouth. But I know one thing's for sure: that my life's been changed. I chose the harder way, and my life's been rearranged. Don't wait, choose the harder way. While there's blood on the mercy seat, choose the harder way. He suffered for your sin and shame. He took them all away. Don't wait, choose the harder way. Don't wait, give your life away. While there's blood on the mercy seat, give your life away. He suffered for your sin and shame. He took them all away. Don't wait. Give your life away. Don't wait. Give your life today. While there's blood on the mercy seat, give your life today. He suffered for your sin and shame. He took them all away. Don't wait. Give your life today. He suffered for your sin and shame. He took them all away. Don't wait. Give your life today.